Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mental Notes Show. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm glad you're here today. Now, if you did not listen to last week's episode, you may want to stop now and go back and listen to that episode first, because we talked about ways that you can identify where your stress might be coming from, and more specifically, how you might actually be causing some of it. And so it's a really good episode because it helps you start to get clear on helping yourself identify what your triggers might be. And today what we're going to do is talk about how you can work through those triggers. We're specifically going to look at how can you reduce stress by your behavioral style. We're going to look at how you can manage physical stress. And then we're going to talk about reducing mental stress through controlling your thought patterns. Before we dive into looking at the behavioral styles, I really want to emphasize that there is such an important aspect of emotional stress reduction through honoring and processing your emotions. There is nothing wrong with you if you are feeling stressed or if you are feeling triggered. That is a total human emotion and feeling. But what we need to do is be aware of and process those emotions in a healthy and balanced way instead of suppressing, avoiding, or ignoring them. That means that we can take ownership of our emotional life and understand that blaming other people for our negative emotions is not helpful because no one can make you feel emotion without your permission and your participation. I'm going to say that again for the folks in the back. No one else can make you feel any emotion without your permission and your participation. All right, let's dive in. Let's start by looking at how your behavioral style can affect your stress management. Now, there are four main behavioral styles, and those are decisive, influence, supportive, or stable, and conscientious. Our decisive profile, these are individuals who thrive on control and achieving goals. The ways that you can manage your stress is by setting clear, achievable goals and taking time to plan and strategize and ensure that you have some control over your situation. Our influencing behavior types are people who they are social butterflies and they love being around people. And one of the best ways that you can manage stress is making sure that you have a really strong support network that you take time for those social activities and that you express your feelings and your thoughts to others. If you are our supportive behavior type, you value stability and routine. One of the best ways that you can manage your stress is by keeping to that routine, but also making sure that you take time for relaxation and self-care and ensuring that your environment is calm and predictable as much as possible. And then our conscientious types, you are are detail-oriented people and you appreciate accuracy. One of the big ways that you can manage stress is by ensuring that you have all of the necessary information that you need, giving yourself time to plan and organize, and then focusing on one task at a time. Now, if you don't know your behavioral style, you might think that all of these things are just part of your personality, but they're actually behaviors that are influenced by your genetics, your role models, and your experiences that you've had over the course of your life. And whether you realize it or not, it can have a huge impact on how you show up, especially in motherhood. See, when you were a child, you were influenced by role models up to the age of 12 and then your experiences after the age of eight. And then whenever you experience overwhelm, your nervous system is automatically going to revert to your natural style of behaving. And now that we're adults, what we think of as our behavior is being something that's fixed, but it's not. It's something that when we're aware of how we're showing up and the things that we're doing and what is causing our triggers, then we can actually 
take steps to overcome that. So instead of it being something that we're stuck in, looking at it as something that's blocking who we actually are, and it empowers us to make change. And the good news is once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to grow in that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So if you'd like to take the quiz, go to deannapiscina.com forward slash quiz and take the quiz and you'll get your results immediately. I'll also put a link in the show notes for you. Now let's talk about physical stress reduction. Physical stress comes when we don't properly care for our bodies and our physical environment. You want to find ways that you can limit these physical stressors. For example, if paying your bills is something that causes you stress, how can you create a system around that that takes that anxiety that that causes you away? Are there things that you have to do around your house that, you know, are something that you dread doing? How can you come up with a system or declutter or organize in a way to lower that type of stress for you? You want to consider all of the conditions around your body and make changes where necessary. I know that if my desk is really messy, I can't think. And and I know this about myself. And so I have to have piles of things and I have to make sure that things look neat and tidy so that my brain can work the way that I want it to. So I know that that's a trigger for me. If you know what those triggers are for you, what is it that you need to make sure that you have in place so that that doesn't happen for you? The third way that you can control your triggers is by controlling your thought patterns. In cognitive behavioral therapy, there is a triangle and in the middle of this triangle is your triggering event. Well, when we have a triggering event, we have thoughts around it. And these are, you know, it's our internal dialogue, the things that we tell ourselves. Well, those thoughts then affect our emotions and then our emotions affect our behaviors and our behaviors affect our thoughts. And it just becomes this endless pattern. And in order to break that pattern, you have to change something in it. And that usually starts with changing your thoughts and changing the words that you tell yourself. So mental stress actually refers to your thought life. It's not just, you know, what you think about the things that happen to you. It's what you just think in general. And your thought life includes things that you think, especially those reoccurring thoughts that are usually negative and filled with fear, pessimistic, and reactionary. Because if you're being triggered by something, it's not a positive thought that you're having about that situation. And as hard as it is to remember this, we have to remember that we're actually in control of our mind and the thoughts that we think. So if we want to feel different, we need to really examine our thoughts and think, how can I think about this situation differently so that the next time it happens, I don't have this emotional response to it. Because we want to avoid getting into a relationship with our negative thoughts and our negative thought cycles. It goes back to the questions from the last episode of what are you doing to contribute to your stress and what do you get out of it? So we don't want to invest time and attention in those negative thought cycles because it's just going to keep those levels of mental stress higher because obsessing is not problem solving and it only is going to increase our mental stress. When we talk about increasing our capacity to deal with stress, that's something that is crucial for a balanced and healthy life. Now, it's unrealistic to avoid all stress because it's not possible. I mean, stress is part of the human condition, but how we respond to it is something that we can control. 
And cultivating coping skills is something that can reduce the impact of these stressful situations that come up and when we're feeling triggered. And you really wanna focus on being intentional about emptying out the stress to avoid being thrown off balance when encountering new stress. It's like the metaphor of putting water in the glass. And if you keep putting water in and putting water in and you don't take any water out, at some point it's gonna overflow. And our stress is that way. If we keep putting it in and putting it in, but we're not doing anything to combat it or to take care of ourselves or to change how we're showing up, then that's going to show up as us being overly triggered, emotional, and irritable. In conclusion, the three ways that you can really narrow in and work through your triggers are knowing your behavioral style. And again, if you don't know your behavioral style, you can just go to deannapacina.com forward slash quiz, take a quick quiz and get your behavioral style. And it'll start giving you some insight into what might be triggering you. Understanding how to reduce physical stress, not only in your body, but in your environment and really working on your mental stress by controlling your thought patterns and looking at what are you thinking? How is it affecting your emotions? And then how does that affect your behaviors? So as we close, I just want to ask that if you have been listening to the Mental Note Show and you've been enjoying it or you've gotten any value or learned anything or if you've shared episodes with anyone, I just want to say thank you for being here. And I would ask that today would be the day, if you haven't, to leave a five-star rating and a short review because this is the best way that we can get the show out in front of other moms who could use this community. I'm grateful for each one of you and I'm so grateful that you're here listening. And again, if you could leave a five-star rating, it would would just mean the world to me. So I'm thanking you in advance. And if you want to become a part of the community, follow me over on Instagram or join our Facebook group, Anxious Moms Parenting Anxious Kids. And I will link that in the show notes for you as well. I love spending time learning with you. I'll be back here next week and hope you will be too. Until then, remember, you're not failing, you're learning. And so is your child.